Lion Hearted Podcast. What up, what up? You are now tuned into the Lion Hearted Podcast where the feelings reside and only the strong survive. I'm your boy Maine, so let's get into it. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so today I got another interview for y'all. This is a special one, you know what I mean? Got family in the building. Got my boy David. What's up, Dave? Hey, what's good? What's good, y'all? Man, uh, man, I've been waiting. I've been trying to get you for a minute. You know what I mean? I, we wanted to get bro. I got to mention Charles in there because it is we're gonna get him kind of his fault. But I wanted to get you in first. Uh, so I just wanted. Uh, you have a interesting story as a lot of my guests do, and like I want to talk uh, talk about you're really big on nutrition. And you're into the bodybuilding. So what was it that got you interested in the bodybuilding field? Man, well, it's funny because I never really wanted to do bodybuilding. 100% honest. I never really wanted to do bodybuilding. I uh, Health and fitness and personal training has been my thing. But it started because, you know, we come from a family and, you know, of unhealthy. You know, most of our family members have passed because some kind of health defect you know mm-hmm. i mean we got a couple other you know special situations in there but most of our ha- our family even at the young age you'll pass because of health related illnesses right so my first thing was like man like somebody need to figure out like how can we eat better how can we you know take care of our bodies and so i felt being the oldest you know i felt like it was you know for me to take that step to look into and see how do we fix it because if not we ain't gonna have no generation you know, like right. it's going to end with us and we just going to be done. So I I really got into health and fitness because of that reason, just to help my family. And then as I started to get deeper into it, I was like, man, like I can help other people. You know, I know a neighbor over here, you know, she struggled with X, Y, Z, you know, or my friend at school, you know, or this lady, she struggled with X, Y, Z. Like I can help with that. You know, all she needs is a couple of days of this, you know. So as I start, my brain start working and I start studying and learning more about it. That's how I got into really the personal training aspect, the health and fitness aspect, you know, and turned it into a business. But bodybuilding, they for I got forced into it, man. All because I've been body, I've been personal training for nine years, almost ten, um, and only bodybuilding for the last like five. And so uh, one of my coaches, and I, this is another thing to any personal trainer that tell you he never had a coach, don't listen to him. Everybody has a coach. That's why I tell my clients like. Don't worry, you know, everybody has a coach, whether it's a mentor, whether you're in personal training, whether you're in business and finance, you know, whether you're in real estate, like everybody has a coach, you know what I mean? So pay attention to who y'all really listening to out here, because a lot of people out here ain't got no credibility, but they try to tell y'all what to do and got y'all fucked up and everything. But um, my coaches was like, Dave, what, what's next for you? You know, you've been in personal training, been doing it, you got all these clients, you know, you're getting people in shape, like what's next? And I, I don't know, you know what? I don't know what the next level is. And he's like, you got to do a bodybuilding. I was like, nah. They's like, you look great, you know, you all in shape and stuff. Like, why not? And I just, like I said, I I know about, well, I don't know much, but I, uh, I, you know, you hear them stories about steroids and all these drugs, and you know, the same with body, especially this last five years. Like, so many bodybuilders have died from just taking so much excess stuff, you know, whether they taking an unsafe amount. Or they taking, you know, too much or something or, you know, just being real careless. So it's kind of conflicting with the body. You know, we do bodybuilding and personal training to take care of our health. But we taking all this unnecessary shit that is killing everybody, you know. So I was like, I ain't really want to do that. I actually want to be a fitness model, you know. 
mm-hmm. and just do that and go that direction. And uh, one of my coaches was like, look, I'll train you. He's like, I'll coach you everything, and I'll give you a discount. And I was like, ah, we'll see. What's the discount? He's like, well, you just you just buy the supplements you need, and then I'll coach you for free. So that's kind of how it started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, all right, let's see where this goes. You know, like, what? why not? I'm already in, in the field. You know, this is already my specialty. How hard can it be? But it was challenging. Yeah, and it's crazy because, like, seeing you do the competitions, of course, it's dope, especially when it's family. It's always dope to see. But how was it, Dylan? Because, you know, you go in the fields like that, especially, like you said, you yeah. kind of was forced into it. How is it with, like, the political aspect of, like, because you're getting judged by judges, yeah. like, you know what I mean, off their opinions. So how is it dealing with that, like, the political aspect Man. of it? Because you're a hard worker, so I know. I appreciate that. Uh, a lot of people hate that aspect of it because, you know, and this is the irony of body, but you're getting judged by people who are in poor shape sometimes. You know, like, every every now and then you get an occasional judge who's, like, a bodybuilder or a trainer or something, you know, got a nice physique. But uh, most of these judges, like, they're – I take that back. Let me rephrase that. But they – most of them have done it, but it's it's hard because you have judges that haven't done it. So when you get a, on stage, it's, it's hard when you're looking at the judges, like, to judge you on your figure and stuff. And you know how much work you done put in. Right. But you're looking at the judge like, man, he look horrible, you know. But like I said, most of them are good at being, you know, in the field and around the field or knowing it. So you got to kind of take that out of your head. But that, that was my first thought, you know, because yeah. a lot of people are like, yeah, you can judge. by So before I even knew anything about bodybuilding, I just thought it was these people just judge you but had no clue, like, the hard work it took to get your legs to look like this or your back look like this or, you know, how to – how strict your diet had to be to get, you know, abs chiseled, you know. Um, but so my first competition, it didn't really bother me because I, w- I didn't go into it to win. I went in to just have fun, you know. A lot right. of my coaches had told me, like, Dave, don't get your feelings hurt. Just go in and just have fun. Right. Yeah, no, see, and for you, because like you said, you was like health and fitness already. So the diet aspect of it probably wasn't the diff- most difficult Man, part for you, right? Or I, was it? Or, cause okay. I, when it comes to normal dieting right. like versus bodybuilding, man, let me tell you, it is the absolute worst. Okay, so like I said, I started my bodybuilding career um, in September of 2019. And then we moved to Sacramento right? three months later. Uh, and I moved right before COVID. So we got to Sacramento in four days COVID hit. Right, exactly. So, I, like, I remember. you know, we in Sacramento, we ain't got no family up there. Me and the wife ain't got no family. We don't know nobody, like. We all down here. Yeah. Yeah, we all so here. We so, we just went on a whim, and then, like, thought, I got down there, like, man, I'm going to take over the world. Sack huge. You got all the gyms. They got Gold's Gym out here with a real body. Man, we got out there four days, and everything shut down. So, that was my first, like, venture. So, it was hard because I had to stay on diet through all of that. You know what I mean? Without having a gym. Because gym shut down for a little bit, you know. Even without work, my job shut down for four months. That was the longest I'd ever been. Oh yeah, we was worried about that because we didn't know exactly. You know what I mean? So I was running like seven miles, six miles a day to just try to stay lean, but I was on diet, and it was hard because you know my wife she she ain't really all health and fitness crazy like me. So you know she come home with like you know and this sex, you know you right right they got food like. Kiki's chicken, like man, she come home with Kiki's chicken. She come home with you know this plate, this spot, you know that, and she eating all the good food. I'm on chicken and rice, and I'm eating rice cakes with peanut butter, man. And it was it was rough, 
you know so it but the far as diet form it sucked because you get to a point where you have no salt no sugar you know you don't i don't have nothing sweet anything like it, oh, wow. everything literally is kind of damn near Just plain. bland real mm-hmm. bland real simple broccoli yep. rice chicken or some type as of beef simple or whatever. as can be yeah no because it's crazy because i'm like of course you like like man you know, cutty healthy and eat all that. Then I was looking on, I think I think it was Snapchat. You made a late night. You was like, oh, uh, yeah. charcuterie board. And I'm like, <laughs> it hey, looked embalming. But hey. I'm like, yo, man, okay, where's so, the health in this? <laughs> so please explain that. Okay, one, it's healthier because it's home cooked. Right. All right. But second, remember, I tell people, people always take, they look at, Health and fitness is like, like you said earlier, just bland chicken. That's the most extreme version. On a normal diet, you can season your food. You can have some butter. You can have a little flavor. Like people, they just think so extreme. And I tell them, take that out your head. Because you're looking at these Instagram models and these bodybuilders, these trainers, and you don't know what stage of prep they're on or what, you know, what they got going on. You just see what they eat, you know, like, right. I see it all the time, you know, what I eat in a day, and then they show, but yeah, those people also are like physique models, they all, you know, a lot of these girls, they're, they're, you know, for the company, they try, you know, so they're always on specific diets, and people look at that like, that's what I gotta eat, you know, and that's not true, you yeah. know, you can, you can see through like, so for instance, Monday, I still do chicken and rice, because I, I love it, like, it's not a thing, like, you know, it's like a lifestyle now. Like, I just, I yeah. love it. That's a good meal, though. It's not, chicken yeah. and rice is not a bad, it sounds simple, but it's right. not a bad meal if it's cooked the right. right way. So, like, okay, let's take fences. So, like, Monday, if I, let's say if I do nothing but chicken and rice the whole week, this is how I go. Monday, I do, like, a barbecue seasoning chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Tuesday, I might do a lemon pepper. Wednesday, I might do a buffalo style. You know what I'm saying? You mix it up so your body is eating chicken and rice, but it's yeah. that little tweak of seasoning or flavoring is changing it from going, I'm not eating the same thing. Is it just like all the dry rub style for you? Or no, no, it... no. You could do salt. Like I said, remember, everything you you do is in moderation. Right. Like, you, people still see me. I may have a donut now and then. You know, I may have, you know, some ice cream, hit the wars or something, you know, and it's cool. As a because, treat. You right. treat yourself. Yeah. But remember, it's moderation. Yeah. I, 95% of the time, I'm eating healthy. I'm right. in the gym. I'm working out. So when I eat those things, it doesn't, my body processes it right away versus holding on to it. Right. The problem is when people eat like shit and then they don't do nothing to get rid of that. And it just sits in your body and adds to the fat storages. So that's the difference. You know, you may see me eat something like, hey, can you eat that? Can you have that beer? I go, man, my body's a machine. Yeah, because you're going to go work it off exactly. tomorrow. And we we may or may not, you know. Exactly. You know, you know what I mean? D- depending on who you are. But that's the yeah. thing. You, if, if you're active and... and and you're moving and your body's working, those things don't affect you as bad. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, go eat fast food every day and just work it off. Oh, no, that's bad for everybody. Don't do that. Right. We're not doing that. Y'all seen that McDonald's thing? Don't do that. I don't even eat McD's no more, man. Like, we grew up on it. Uh, You know, the 20, uh, me and Charles laugh about this all the time. The 29 cent, I think it was 29 cent Wednesdays, 39 cent Sundays. If your mama bring a bag up, like, Oh, we know it's Wednesday. We know we're eating McDonald's. And we didn't really think as kids, yeah. you don't think it's bad for us. And in the 90s, our parents wasn't really, they didn't know. Like, you know, the education is different now. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just trying to make sure my kids is fed, they're happy, uh, or yep. they did good at school. Now all that stuff is, and you know, where I live at right here is you got McDonald's on the corner. You got In-N-Out, which it yep. always got a line yep. wrapped around In-N-Out. I mean, I, I learned from their marketing, but as far as like 
what they got to offer is not good for you no more, yeah. man. So I try to stay away from all that. I'll tell you, I had a, I tried to have McDonald's. This was two weeks ago. And I, you know, I had my chicken out and it wasn't thawed. I had my food out and none of it was thawed in time. So I was like, man, I got to eat. So I was getting ready to go to the gym, but I was like, I need something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, man, let me just stop by McDonald's. I said, let's do it. You know, like I said, I, I don't eat fast food like a lot every now and then I have, but I got to be very specific what I get, you know? So I, like I said, I tried McDonald's, like I'll go to the habit. Like I like habit. Oh, like, habit burger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Habit's good. Um, where else do I go if I do fast food? Um, what's that place called? I just went to another place. I can't think of it. Anyway, so I tried to go to McDonald's, man, and I had like just two double cheeseburgers, some just fries normal. and drinks, something simple. It was like a combo number seven or whatever. Just two cheeseburgers. Nothing crazy. I was like, I just need some carbs to go to the gym. Man, it made me so sick. Yeah, I was so upset with myself because I knew it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I figured, ah, it's nothing. I'm going to work it out. Like, it'll be fine. But that, especially when I got done with my first, like, competition and real prep, it was hard for me to eat fast food. It would make me so sick. Like, I'd have something like Jack in the Box and stuff, and I'd be out for the count. Like, stomach hurting, feeling mm-hmm. like throwing up. Like, it just made me queasy. You and it's crazy that you said Jack in the Box, because that was, like, our, back in the day, this was, like, you know, late teens, early 20s. Yeah. That was our recovery food after we left the bar. We were like, yeah. oh, we get drunk. Right. And then we go. Get, let's get some tacos. That's tacos not real meat. Fire. It's like soy and it's all, you know what I mean? Like, and they was back then, they didn't raise the price now, but right. back then it was 99 cents out yeah, the dough. for two. For two, yeah, for two. And so we, you know, we all get in on 20 bucks. Man. Amount of tacos you can get for 20 bucks. That's feeding whole the whole bang. family, we whole good. crew. So we're good. And we can't <laughs> do that now. And then what? I, one thing that I've been learning between watching you, and then I did an interview um, with, my co- my, with my cousin Poop. Cause he's really into like the health and fitness. I got to meet him. Uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I think you, you probably know if you see him, you're like, you know, like I guarantee you know, I will. He's been around, you know, he's been around us yeah. for years. Me, Charles, like he's my cousin, so he's been. He, you probably know him. Uh, I did. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it, but it's uh, I named it. What did I name? It? Family ties. It's episode six for season two. He's talking about the juicy. Okay. He does the uh, the juicing. Uh, his product. He sells his products like that. Yeah. That's what actually helped me with my recovery. After I had my stroke a couple yes. years ago, I to get all the medication out of my system that they, you know, the, yeah. the medication that they naturally give you or whatever. And I was like, because they was telling me it's going to take three years to recover. And I'm like, that don't sound right. Just mm-hmm. from a person, I'm not even into really fitness like that. Right. But I know better. That just don't sound. That yeah, doesn't yeah. sound right for like my age. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? I got going on what I got going on, but I'm pretty, I'm a pretty active person. Like, yeah. I've been able to get around. So I called him and he kind of like, Walked me through the steps. I did a three-day juice fast. And, like, after I did that, it gave me so much energy. And yep. it just, I was able to attack my workouts. And, and like, even with yours, like, I might not say it all the time. But, every, like I said, you made the charcuterie board. Though. I'm like, I seen that. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. I got to ask Dave about this because this is not. Because you get in that mindset yeah. when you think healthy, like you said, chicken, rice, yep. some type of vegetable. But then I didn't equate, like, how hard you work in the gym. Mm-hmm. That can that can uh, sub- uh, substitute whatever you put in your body. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that being said, though, like, is it like a different different training method as far as that you do when, like, you know how, like, a boxer gets ready to have a fight? Yeah. It, they have to take, like, six months. Is there, like, yep. a time frame you yeah, give yourself yep. to get prepared for a yep. certain show? So you do uh, stages exactly right. So you do either – and it all – a good coach – 
if you got a good coach, it's easier. But usually you do anywhere from 18, 16 weeks or 12 weeks, depending on what your body already looks like. In oh, so it's literally day. months in advance. Yeah. Kind of so, yeah. Okay. So what you do is you'll find the show and then you'll put yourself out 16, 18. So, or a coach will go, hey, find a show that's 16 weeks out or 18 weeks out because he knows it's going to take 16, 18 weeks for your body to transform to what it needs to be. So usually that's how I go. You find a show first that, you know, he'll say, hey, okay, your body, we could change you, transform you in 16 weeks, you know, with diet and workout. So find a show that's 16, 18 weeks out, and then we'll set a plan. And then from there, you go into a plan. And it's it's, it's very detailed. Like, you check in, a good coach, and this ain't all coaches, but most coaches, you check in like once a week, mm-hmm. and your diet changes all the time. So I may... I, when you check in, you do weight, you do progress photos, everything. Send that to your coach, and he'll go, okay, you know, keep this diet this week, you know. Or he may go, okay, uh, Wednesday or, you know, today, change meal five, take the carbs out, you know what I'm saying, or add more chicken on this meal, you know what I mean? Depend. Usually you'll have somewhere like six to eight meals, you know. Oh, okay. And so that's another thing, too. So is it like a certain calorie count? Not to cut you off, but no, is it, it like a certain calorie count that you're trying to reach in a day, like a daily count? It depends. Um, there is, but it isn't, Mo- especially depending on what you're doing. Like, I do physique, so it's it's all based off the look. So oh, my coach okay. will look at my me on my check-ins. Like, I check in every Monday. So Monday, he look at all my pictures, how my body's transforming, and, you know, how the fat's coming down. And then he'll go, okay, this is what we're going to do this week. You know. Oh, okay. I guess so. I guess. It, like I said, it, it can. But there's weeks where like you you on track, like you doing good. So keep this diet this week. You know. Right. And then, but every Monday it could change or it couldn't. He be he could either say stay the same or or change something in the instant. You oh, know. Okay. Yeah. No, because um, just doing like research, just because I, I don't know, like a couple of years ago, I kind of got fascinated with like the strongman aspect of it. Uh, yeah. That's and right. I, and I know a lot of those, like you said, you're into like the show aspect, but a lot of those is like. They focus on the amount of meals per day, mm-hmm. and it's a certain because the diet is like it's Way crazy. Because they crazy. they could be like, oh, my trainer told me to eat a whole pizza, a yep. whole medium pizza, and I'm like, wait, what? So, <laughs> like, yeah. like, so is it ever like that to where you have like there's a cheat meal? Like, you yeah. know how you say like you don't have sugar, salt, you know, when you first yep. start it, but will your trainer like, hey, go to Dewar's and go have some vanilla ice cream yep. or whatever? Just to, oh, oh yeah, okay. So my cheat meal, my first time around. It's funny, it was in and out. Coach would be like, all right, you're losing too much weight or you're shrinking too fast, go eat a cheeseburger. But it, even that was still specific. He'd go, have a cheeseburger, and you need to get to choose cheese or sauce. You can't have both. But oh. I'll let it say, he's like, go have two cheeseburgers and then pick cheese or sauce. Pick it. And usually I chose the sauce because I can go out without cheese. Animal Plus style? It, yeah. <laughs> so I would pick the sauce over anything. Right. But, uh, yeah, you know, there's times where he's like, all right, eat a Pop-Tart or, you know, go have – you know, go have uh, a burger and fry. You know what I mean? It all depends. You know, or I tell him, hey, coach, I'm going out. Um, it's my, you know, it's our anniversary or something. Like, can I have something? And he'll, he'll say, okay, send me pictures. And then he'll like, okay, you can have this or count what I eat so that way I can, you know what I mean? Or just do an extra 30, yeah. 40 minutes on the stairs. Yeah, so that's amazing. So yeah, if you and but, Brittany go out to eat or whatever, you still kind of. Yep. Wow. That Yeah, that's. So now I've been bulking like the last, since I moved back. I've been oh, right, bulking. right, right. So I got plenty of calories now you know so i just now am starting to trim it up because my season's probably gonna start in january but the gym i go to shout out nice power um but remember in that gym we got bodybuilders we got strong man we got powerlifting so right. it's it's 
it's rough on somebody who's not mentally uh, strong because yeah. I'm in there with the like people look at me, they go, Dave, you big or broke? Come to my gym. They lifting six, seven hundred pounds. Right. Like the owner was breaking state records at fifteen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he lifting seven hundred pounds. But you'll see him in there, man, you'll see him do it, you know, do a bench press, get done, and then go in their bag and they eating gummy bears. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They, now there's a method between it, but still they're strong man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it's, eat it's whatever they want. They got cupcakes in the fridge, you know. Like that's why I watched it when I was watching on yep. YouTube. I think it was I want to say it was Mark Shaw. Oh, I was yeah. watching. Strong man Mark Shaw. I think he retired now. He's up there in age yes. now, but he did it for years. And like he would do like these little contests on YouTube, just like yep. a day in a diet. And I'm like, okay, it's a lot of rice. I get that. It's a lot of chicken. Then he'd be like, oh, my trainer just texted me and was like, get a medium pizza. And he'd come out with like two yep. Domino's pizzas. Like, damn, <laughs> I just had that last night. Why? I feel like, I feel like crap. Hey, like, you know what I mean? And like you said. This is the thing. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, nah, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you good. You but good. But this is the thing. It, to lift heavy, you need calories. Okay? Right. So, when it comes to being strong, let's just say a normal person, you want to be strong. You have to eat because you need that amount of calories to push that kind of weight. So when it comes to things like that, they need those uh, a crazy surplus amount of calories in order to lift three, four, five, six, seven hundred pounds. You know right. what I mean? And another thing that I was uh, paying attention to, you know, I didn't know that like we have different body types. Mm -hmm. There's three different body types, and mm -hmm. I did like the little. It was like a little free body quiz. Yep. Dude. I think it was v shred i think it was yeah and it was like I know v -shred. endo ecto meso, meso i think are the things and it's crazy because you know we think like okay either you're endo meso ecto but i found out I, I got two mm -hmm. yeah you're i have always two. two yeah i didn't know that like i know i'm not an ecto because that's yeah. super skinny right yeah. that's the one that's super skinny i'm more like meso i think it's meso endo, endo. Yep. yeah because when i was going through my uh therapy process and my recovery and everything my therapist it made me laugh she was like she was like, have you ever played sports before? And I was like, yeah, like it's that's like my family thing. That's yeah. we've all done it. She goes, you're still, even at this age, with all you've been through, you're still very athletic. You just have a lot of fat covering it. Yeah. And it was the funniest thing in the world, but it was like <laughs> a wake up call. Right. Because, you know, I had to psych myself out. All I heard her say is, you're very athletic. So if I get on what I need to get on, mm -hmm. this extra stuff will yeah. shed off. So, you know, because we like to use genetics as an excuse. Yep. She just let me know that your genetics is in the right place. Your diet ain't so right. much in the right place. Right. So it's not your family history per se. It's like the way we were taught, like you mm -hmm. were saying earlier. Like, our families are both, like, they come from, mm -hmm. you know, the country and all that stuff. Yep. So we all cook a certain way. You know, like growing up eating a certain way. And like you said, a lot of the older ones, they have passed on. And some of it's like hereditary or some of mm -hmm. it's diet related and it's up to us to change it because we got a generation that's coming up behind us right and they're gonna follow whatever whatever we, we show take. them yep so we got so we so we gotta um we gotta really lock in on that yep. and it's it's all crazy like how you were saying like i'm not even that big come to my gym but you wanted to like one of the healthy ones within our main circle yeah no pun intended, y'all, right. but he's one of the <laughs> healthiest ones that we see. So it's like, even off your positivity, bro. Man, that, I appreciate that's that. That's another reason why I wanted to do this, because we talk about it all the time. It's like, man, Dave is the most positive person I know. And I, I'm pretty positive. Yeah, as you, you know. are. I've been through some things, and it's like, it's the only way to be or to right. mentally take you down. Yeah, that's exactly what But I'm like, you, even your little Instagram post in the morning, bro, sometimes it's like, 
hey man, get up. Like it's, sometimes yeah. we need that, and it's good to see. And it's like it's seven o'clock in the morning. Right? How if is not earlier, how is Cuddy bad. energy at this level? Like I need about thirty minutes and maybe a cup of tea. Right? Like you know what I mean? I used to drink coffee, but I stopped yeah. the coffee. Now it's mm-hmm. I'm straight green tea or green drink. Or yes. Me and Ace, we make this juice that. We used to go to, because I used to go to Brazilian uh, Muscle Ball all yeah, the time. Yeah, I love that place. And it, it helps you, like, the drink that we get, I think it's the California Sunrise. If I got the name wrong, Is that the one with the y'all. cayenne and the ginger? It, the ginger, yeah. the cayenne has the beet juice. Yeah, 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 the yeah. beet juice, well, it has the ingredients on the bottle. So and I'm you, like, yeah, that's why I bro, just make it every day. 11, $11 a bottle. And then I was like, I've already drank this when I did my cousin's juice fast. He made me a couple to do during the three days. And I'm like. We literally can make this mm-hmm. ourselves. I was like, it got all the ingredients. So we started doing that. So I kind of be on my health kick, bro. And then I slip. It, it, it's like a mentality thing. Like, because food tastes so good. And you didn't have my mom's food before, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, I know. You know how it is. And But luckily, she's even been lately. Right. She's down 25 pounds already. Hey, I'm, I'm going to give mom's credit. Shout, out to, shout moms. out to moms. Yeah, so it's good. So when she's doing something, I try to like. Okay, I need to lead by example because yeah. I'm good at it. I remember a couple years ago, my sister was like, I don't like coming to your house. Every time I open your refrigerator, it's all healthy stuff. And you know what I mean? Kids. And then the kids, like yeah. Ace Kids or it could be Charles Come Kids. Over, like, Come over. Want? Uncle Maine only got healthy food. Yeah. You know, where the snacks at? Uncle Maine don't eat Takis no more. Red. Uncle Maine try not to. Uncle <laughs> Maine got acid reflex. Uncle Maine is, is at a, <laughs> I'm at an age that you're not. You're nine. You. I'm 34. Yeah. It's going to catch up if you don't. And yeah. they don't understand that. Like, I. Like I have in my refrigerator, I get the applesauce, but I get the unsweetened yep. kind. Yep. Apples is still sweet, so yep. I try to tell I try to tell Royce, natural I try sugar. to tell my godson, it's natural sugar is good, but he just see unsweetened, so he like it, it <laughs> don't it. taste good. He it told he like dad, it's not good. I'm like bro, so he loved the the green tea, um, yeah, like you know that come in a can, mm-hmm. that's like, and they have it at Winco, and they have two, they have unsweetened, and then they have the regular. Mm-hmm. So I got the unsweet one time just to show them. Even though I know, like, even unsweetened, low-calorie yes. drinks are still loaded with mm-hmm. sugar. They just It's enough to where they can mask it. I know all that. So I got it to him, and he was like, hey. He's like, Uncle Maine, it tastes the same. And then so I got the regular one. I was like, hey, he's like, it tastes just like that. I was like, last last time you had the other one. This time I got this one. Just to show you. Yep. If it's like unsweetened applesauce, you can still eat it, and it's still going to give you that, uh, you know what I mean? Yep. And I go... I got cinnamon in the cabinet. I can sprinkle some cinnamon in it for you. Or you can buy it, but you don't know how much cinnamon is actually in there. So it may be a detriment to you. So when it comes to like labels and diets and healthy stuff, how are you with that? Man, it's it's hard, you know, because you even have some healthier foods that are not really healthy. You know, um, I'm trying to remember the the interview I watched on it, you know, and like I said, things are changing all the time. You right. know, the FDA is really cracking down. I know y'all have probably seen the Skittles ban. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I really, I'm not really a fan of Skittles anyway, so it really did Yeah, I don't. I mean, me. I don't really have candy like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I know my wife and family, they love candy and stuff. Um, but they're finally starting to crack down on some of the things that they should have been cracking down on. And, and the sad part about it is they let it go so long that they're they're banning them because they realize, like, okay, this person ate, let's just keep it simple, Skittles for the last 12 years. Now mm-hmm. they got cancer. You know, what ingredients caused it? And then they break it down. Like, okay, if you have so much of this one ingredient, it can lead to cancer. So right. then they go, okay, this one person did. But 10, 15 years, you know, they had X amount of ingredient, which 
came from Skittles and then Sour Patch, you know what I mean? So they're banning foods with all these ingredients that have really not been helping us. Right. You know, it's just sad that it took so long and it took so many trials and, you know, for them to do things like that. And and so many people relied on the FDA to approve things that, and I mean, let's just take pre-workout. Pre-workout, all these, most of that stuff is not FDA regulated. It's, right. It's FDA approved, meaning they approved the sale of it based on what the company told them was in it and, you know, the basic ingredient. But uh, they don't really dive in deep and get this stuff. And it's in powder form. Yeah. A lot of it. Some of it I know is liquid, but a lot of it is in powder form, and you can mask yeah. a lot, a lot of things yeah. like that. That's what I'm like. You have to put if even on regular like foods in in grocery stores, you they have to put a percentage of what's in there on the label. Mm-hmm. So and so the FDA will regulate like okay, you guys have to put um, a list of a list of ingredients. You have to put the certain amount. If it's over a percentage, you have to lay. You have to put a on the label. So right. let's say, um, let's just say corn syrup, uh, just to keep it simple. If there's a certain amount of percentage of corn syrup, you have to put it on the label. But if it's right under, you don't. So like you oh, said, yeah, they mask it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't have to put everything. It's a percentage. Yeah. There's certain levels. Like if it's more like, and I'll, I'll send it to you when I find it. I got it actually in my book. But right. it's a percentage of things that they have to put on the label. So if it's under that percentage, they don't have to put it on the label. You never know it's in there. And then they can mask certain things like sugar, like uh-huh. under certain names. You know, like we know the like fruit clothes, goo clothes, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but a couple of years ago, uh, it was a thing about the Trident gum. Yep. And it was some, I think it was like Aspartame or something like that. That was a cancer, a cancer, excuse mm-hmm. me, causing agent in that too. And I'm like, but they sell us like pop a Trident after you eat and it's good for your teeth. Yeah, I'm going like, to break, break, I'm going to break uh, some hearts with this one, I'm going to tell you. So they're so good at, the scientists are so good, and I can't, they're, they're food specialists, but they're so good at what they do that, let's say like, okay, and, and this is a book, I'm going to give you the name of the book too, but the book, it says that they're so good at masking smells and foods, like for instance, the Whopper, mm-hmm. oh, it don't man, really smell so like that. They're, they're using chemicals to make it smell like they want it to smell. Oh. So when you get these flavored chips and stuff, it's not real flavoring. It's Artificial. flavoring. Yeah. They they literally create a chemical that smells like barbecue, add it to Lay's plain chips, and now it's, you have this barbecue smell. But So when you see these flavorings and things, they've gotten so good that they can make you smell what they want you to smell. It's not real, you know, you're not really smelling barbecue. You're not really smelling, uh, what did I see the other day? Like all these crazy China products like the... Uh, there goes my Gumbo grocery shrimp. list. <laughs> As there I goes said, my grocery man, list. I said, I'm going to break some hearts, man. No, and, no, that's real, though. I love it. I love thing. education. I, like I education. tell people, overall, it's, it, it, remember, just moderation is the key. You know what I mean? And, and if you are are semi-active, you don't got to be super active. You don't got to be super, like, crazy, gung-ho gym person. Just just be active. Remember, moderation is key. If, you know, you can have those cheeseburgers every now and then. You can have those jack-in-the-box tacos. that You can't have them every day. Right. You know, so like I tell my people, if you can do good Monday through Friday and the weekend come, you you can splurge a little bit. Now, I don't believe in cheat days where you just eat like shit the whole day, but I believe meal. in cheat meals. You believe in cheat and, meals, and exactly. even me, because of your mental health, there's days where I'm like, man, I've been working hard all day. Like, I'm so stressed. I'm tired. Like, I just want to build up. I'll, I'll allow myself to have that because it'll give me my inner peace and not cause me to down spiral. Like, we go through these things like, you know, like withdrawal. It's almost like drugs, but. 
we go so ham and so healthy. It's a dopamine. It's a yeah. dopamine. Yeah. But a... I'll get one little taste of a donut, bro, and I if I'm not careful, I'll buy a whole box of donuts. All right, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> it's crazy that you say donuts because this is my, this is a crazy theory, y'all. So don't follow this. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna start. We always say I'm gonna start doing it right on Monday. Yeah. Monday is always the day we right. pick. Okay, I'm gonna go crazy. Monday, I'm gonna go crazy this weekend, and I'm gonna get it right on Monday, right? And I'm like, yeah, but I bought these box of donuts from the grocery store on Friday. If I start on Monday, they're going to sit there and they're going to get stale. <laughs> you got to finish So it. what I do was on Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to go through the whole box. I might have six donuts on Saturday, six donuts on Sunday. And then Monday, oh, because man. of the sugar cravings, my brain man. is like, okay, but where's the donut? Where's yep. the cake? Where's this? It ain't no more. So then it's like, oh, man, now I got to go back to the store to satisfy Yep, this part of my mind sucks. that I didn't activate it because of the sugar. Yep. Sugar is like a drug, man. Yep. I don't care what nobody say. I mean, I remember, and I tell people, like, I, I've kind of slacked off on it a little bit, but for the majority, for about the last three or four years, I don't drink soda anymore. Yeah. Unless I go, I unless soda. I go somewhere and that's all they got, I'll try to drink a ginger ale. I know it's yeah, got yeah. just as much that's sugar okay. as a soda, but it's not like a Pepsi. I don't do yeah, like yeah. dark anymore. I don't do, and one thing I, because I'm the type of person, as long as it's not in my house, then I can't I'm have like, it. I'm like, that's exactly how I am. Then I had, I think I had a, I had like a little gathering over here and I try to, like, I don't drink soda, but I know people do. So I bought, and it was like, we didn't finish the whole thing. So it was just sitting over in the corner for a couple <laughs> weeks. And I was like, man, I had one and I was like, oh man, it had been yep, so get long. That but, but I was, I'm already more disciplined to where it's like, I can say no. Yeah. It could be around me and I can say no. I'm not that I'm not at that point with donuts. Yeah. I don't buy it. Yep. I can't go to Winco and I'm gonna just yep. go. I don't try to stay I try to stay away from the bread aisle yep. and all that, you know. Cause I know how I am. That's like that, one of exactly. my weaknesses. And it's But like, that's also your superpower. Yeah, yeah. Cause I cause I can Cause I, you know I, I have that self control. Right. I've I've self diagnosed myself and right. assessed myself to where I know not to do that. I know what works for me and I know what don't. That's like when I seen you in the grocery store and I was with my friend and she was like She's like, man, you. She was talking about how in shape you are, and I was like, yeah, man, it's crazy. I was like, that's my family too, and I was like, yeah, yeah we we get a lot of inspiration from his videos, but it, I was like, I'm gonna tell you something. It's a lot of guilt that comes there yeah. too because his card ain't gonna look like mine. Hey. I said, and if it does, chances is, shout out to Brittany, it's for his wife. It ain't fucking <laughs> like you know what I mean. It was just like, and then she hey. just said it too, and like I said, everybody talk about. She was like, man, he was so polite, he was so positive, and he was. I was like, man. He always like that. Dang, he makes it. Dang. He make us feel like we just straight assholes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm. I, to be honest with you, I'm probably the next on the list as the most positive person. Yeah, you. Yeah, and it. he make me feel like I'm like, <laughs> damn man, I don't want to get out the bed today. Then I click and watch one of his videos. Like, man, if I don't get my ass up, I'm letting the family down. Man, I'm out here embarrassing the family type. Man, thing. you make now you make me look like the asshole. <laughs> get your ass up in the morning. Everybody yeah, man. Sleep. But but it, it's like it's like the perfect pick me up, man. And man. it's like so. We've been, I mean, we, we know each other's family. Mm -hmm. We family, and we've been through a lot of things, like, especially recently. Yeah. As a family, we've been, Still and we were just talking off air. We're going yeah. through a lot of things right now with our grandmothers and things like that. Like, how how do you maintain that, to st even through, like, the darkest times, like, maintain that level of posit uh, positivity Man. and your mental health? It just seemed like it's, it's just Man, intact. That's a, that's a question. I just got goosebumps, man. Yeah. That's a, that's a, uh. That one hit. Um, you know, you, you I have an unbreakable faith. You know, because of mom and grandma, 
mm-hmm. um, I do have faith and, you know, you can believe in whatever you believe in, you know, but I believe in God and I believe everything going to be okay. You know, even in my times of doubting God, I just, you know, I, I give in and go, it's going to be okay. And I, and I take, I, I force myself to be in a position to where, ah, how can I say this? Ah, man, this is a hard one, man. This one, cause it's so deep. Um, I, hey, I that's just, what this podcast is all like, about, bro. Go as deep as you want to go with it, bro. I appreciate that. I just feel like the more positive I am, I'm open and susceptible to more opportunities to do better and help other people than if I was negative. You know, right. like, I, for instance, like, just to keep it simple, because my mind's all over the place with that question. You kind of, man, jack me up a little bit. Um, but, for instance, if 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 I'm positive and I'm, um, you know, always focus on being positive and treating others like I want to be treated and stuff, you know, more things seem to come to me that way than when I'm down and depressed. Right. You know what I mean? And it's funny because when you're down and depressed, you notice a whole lot of people that are down and depressed. Misery loves company type thing. And sometimes, like, I've been in places where I'm, like, super depressed. I'm like, bro, like, I don't know. I don't want to work out. I don't want to eat healthy. Sometimes I don't even want to eat at all. You know what I mean? And I, like, I need somebody to come help me with this. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm struggling. I need somebody, and I I noticed that the negative people they don't help. They just it you just go down together. Just straight negativity. Yeah. Come like like if we all like I'm negative, you negative. You can't pull me out of that. Yeah. You know, we just negative together, and then that spiral down is even worse. Cause now I got somebody to dish off that negative, and we basically just bounce the negative back and back, and it's just dragging us deeper and deeper down. Yeah, I had to ask you that because I get a lot of that too. Yeah. And a lot of people always tell me like, man, you watching you is what it made me not want to be lazy and all that. And then it comes, you finally realize like it's a responsibility. And it's like you said, God mm-hmm. has a lot to do with it. And yes, of course, the family, but just me, myself, I'm like, I've been through a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I've made it through things that the normal person probably yep. shouldn't have. I agree. And it has to be because of God. It can't, it's not, I'm never going to be arrogant enough to say it's just me. Yeah. I I look at myself every day in the mirror and be like, I'm living proof that God is real. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even with death and despair and the things that go on, there's lessons in everything. Like you, and I'm going to talk about this because I got to bring up little bro, especially when it comes to the music. Nah, you're good. Uh, Like you, we lost little bro a couple years ago Mm -hmm. and you know, it's it's hard for me because- our birthdays is, uh, you know, yep, they're days apart, yep. and he passed on my birthday. So, with that blessing and all, Man. his memory is always mm-hmm. there with me. It's always present. And just like I lost my uh, nephew in the same fashion. Excuse me, y'all, if yep. I get. Nah, I'm just it's fighting tough. it, too. It's okay. But, yeah, no, but it just, even through that, like, low times, it was like, I got to be not fake strong, but I just, I got to, my strength got to shine yeah. through during those times. So, yep. like, and I know bro's not going to. He's not going to mind me mentioning this, but he just lost both his parents, mm-hmm. you know, Mama Stella, Auntie mm-hmm. Stella for you, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Pops, Big Chris. Mm-hmm. We just all lost and we took, like, and it was like, man, is it, why is it coming all at right. once? And I had sent him a text message, bro, and I was like, I got you, dude. Like, you're good. Like, don't worry about it. I know you're good, but you're not by yourself. Mm-hmm. It was just like, and you know how bro is. He's not yep. real outward with his emotions yeah, yeah. and things, but I was like. I just woke up one morning. I was like, I gotta, I gotta reach out. Mm-hmm. I gotta, even though I'm always with him and he you know he can always call yep. me. It was just something special between me and him. Yep. It wasn't for Instagram. It wasn't right. for Facebook. Right. 
I know what I said. He know what I said. Mm-hmm. If you want to share it at some point, yeah. hey, right. more power to you. Like, you know what I mean? I, t- I leave it up to him. It's right. not for me to do. Right. And so it's like, when I look at you, I'm like, I'm the same way. So it makes me mm-hmm. feel, it makes me feel good. Because, you know, the, the world we live in now is kind of like to be positive and to try to uplift people and all that. That's not really the, mm-hmm. it's not really the thing to do. It's not the popular thing to do to the world. Right. Not, it's the right thing to do. But a lot of people, they being an asshole and being depressed mm-hmm. and being down and negative. That's considered cool yeah, now. Taking advantage of people, you know, and you really think, I mean, you hit everything on the nail, but you think about things like that, you know, like when we not positive, like for instance, I, you know, we got niece, a whole lot of nieces. Oh man. You know, I was trying ton. to count somebody. Man. Ace asked me the other day, bro, and I was ton, like, it's a lot. But anyway, lot. you know, and let's tie this specific, like you said, you know, when we lost the family members, it's like, we still got people younger than us. So now... They need somebody to look up to. They're children. You know? And they're, they're like you said, we got to be strong because now we have to help them deal with their emotions and understand what they're going through and understand things of life. And you can't do that being negative, you know? And I think it got something to do with us being older and mature now, you know? But at the same time, you never know. Like, I, I talk to people and sometimes I get messages and they go, Dave, man, like, thank you for being positive. Like, same here, bro. You know, you know how excited and crazy I am. I'll be in the gym pump. I, I just go over, like, bro, you just killed it today. And that's him investing like, Dave, like, I, I hated today. I hated everything. But after talking to you, like, I got through the rest of my workout. Like, the the feeling I get from that when I'm not even trying is invaluable, you know. And like you said, it's it's not the popular thing to do. But the, you speaking power into somebody else to me is is what, I, in a sense, I was created here for. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, my goal right. is to empower people. And, and uplift people and get people to do whatever they want to do. You know, that's another thing with health and fitness to tie this all back in is I want people not to, you know, be able to take their shirt off, be able to, like, look good. I want people to do whatever it is they do, but be able to do it for however long they want to do. You want to be able to run with you. You got kids. I want you to be able to play with your kids for years to come. Go to the park and not get tired. You know, you run a real estate business or something. I want you to be able to go to these business meetings and sit with these execs and get these deals done and not have to worry about being out of breath or standing too long because you're showing all sharp. these. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that that's the goal of my like health and fitness goal. It's just to help people do what they want to do, but be healthy enough to do it. Right. Exactly. That's that's a good point, man. And of course, like I said, with that last question, I had to get that in because that actually came from bro himself. He's like, man, you gotta gotta ask him why he's so positive, bro. And I didn't know it was gonna come that deep. But I also want, before I get before we get up out of here, I also want to talk to you because you got you a music you do yes. music as well, and you got a show tonight as we record this. Hey, you know, so by the time it come out, I mean it, the show gonna be done past. Man, but you but I do want people to tap in okay. and on that. So stick with us, and we'll be back in a smooth second. Hey. Lion-hearted. All right, y'all. So we back. I gotta ask my cutty about this too because he does music as well. Like I was saying uh, before the break, Mr. Silas Black. He actually got a show tonight hey. as we record this episode. So I, I want to know, like, when did you first discover your first love of music? Um, ooh, that is a good one. I haven't been asked that in a while. Uh, my first love of music, I was always a, a rhythm person, you know, uh, beats and 
before you get to lyrics, beats and rhythm and certain sounds and certain instruments, like, just always resonated with me, you know? I mean? Like, even still to this day, I may go to sleep to, like, a saxophone or a crazy piano or a crazy guitar solo, you know what I mean? Like, that's just soothing to me. So that was first. Um, I first fell in love with music um, probably, it was probably, I want to say fifth grade. Um, but I, the way I would do it is I would fall in love with songs and then I would memorize those songs and sing them. So I was known to just have a great memorization skill at a young age because I could, you know, and, and you know, we grew up, we weren't able to listen to no rap, hip hop. That was with our uncles. So oldies, we, man. You know, Old, it was either oldies, blues, Christian, jazz, like we couldn't listen to none of the rap and stuff. Uh, so every time I got around my uncle, rest in peace, Teddy, man. Uncle Teddy! Every time I got around Teddy, man, he had, you know, he had the new yeah. stuff. And and I used to always, like, listen to it, love rolling in the car with him. And we'd be chilling at times, he'd blasting music. And I'm like, what is it, this music, man? Like, this is the core. You see the music, you know, back then, you had, like, a couple music videos. Or we had, used to have the little uh, Lowrider magazine. You know, he had. Yeah, right, right, Remember right. he had the, the Lowrider magazines all over the oh, wall. Oh, yeah, all you know yeah. Ever since we was younger. So, yeah, but it course. was things like that, like, tied to the music. But I used to just hear these songs and I'd be so fascinated with the beats and stuff like I would just learn the lyrics and so I felt that it was probably fifth grade when I really start like learning lyrics and and really reciting and repeating what people were saying but it, it got me in a lot of trouble <laughs> coming from a uh, super Christian or you know yeah I remember I'll tell you the short story before you move forward but I came home from church one day and I rode home with my uncle and we get to the house and uh, all my aunties is there, telling them they all there. Right, right. And they having like a little after church meeting. We getting ready to cook and eat and stuff. And so I'm singing this song. My mom goes, "Come here." And I go in there, you know, and I'm surrounded. It's me, my mom, Auntie Net, Stella, Trisha, like yeah, grandma, all yeah. right there. It's like, what do you sing? I was like, ah, I'm singing this song. I like, you know, and I'm naive. I don't know no. I don't know what I'm saying, man. Yeah. And this is gonna be a great. One. I I think I talked about this before, but not official on a like uh, on air, so this is going to be live. Y'all never going to forget this. But my mom goes, sing what you were singing. And, man, the first thing came out of my mouth. <laughs> it's almost embarrassing, but it's great. Rolling down the street, smoking and up, sipping on Jan and Jan. And my mom hit me and it hit me so hard in my mouth, I didn't even get to And finish. moms don't play. And, man, I got, a, I got a crazy whooping. She said, Where you learn that song? And my uncle was outside with his friends. And I remember him and my mom got into it that day because I had memorized gin and juice before I knew what gin and juice was. Man, I, I, I believe we all got stories uh, man. pertaining to that in the old school music, man. I, I tell people all the time, and I'm grown now so I can say this. Like <laughs> Even when it came to like my choice of alcohol as I got older, it came from what you grew up yep. around. Like You've seen the adults. like You know what I mean? That, that's how I made my choice. And I always wanted to ask you this, too. Uh, like, how did you come up with the name Silas Black? Where did that so come from? So, Silas Black, it's S, and there's there's dots in between, but it's strength and love always survives. Oh, it's an acronym yeah, behind it's an it. Acronym. I, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never known so that. So, it stands for strength and love always survives. And what that means is whatever you love, you build a strength around it, and it's inevitable, like meaning nobody could ever take that from you. It can't be broken. It can't be taken away. You know what I mean? Like, Let's say you love basketball. Build your strength around basketball, 
and you'll be undefeated, you know. Yeah. Whether you lose games or win games, your love yeah. for the game will stay the same. Yeah, I always tell my nephew that because A-son play basketball. He's yeah, yeah, into, we, I'd seen him talking yeah, about that. He's, he's going into too. his – yeah, he's, he done got tall. He's God, going into please. his eighth grade year already, and I'll just be trying to work on his mental and just tell him, like, hey, man, I'll send him, like, little – like Kobe Bryant clips or whatever, because that's where I got like a lot of my yep. education from is from listening to the Black Mamba, you know. Yep. So I just like, hey man, a lot of it comes from me, but a lot of it comes from this guy right here, because mm-hmm. this was my teacher, like you were saying right. in the last segment. Like we can always learn from our um, the teachers that we have. With that being said, I mean, rest in peace, little bro. I gotta bring this up, Rezo. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. He he also was big on the music scene and everything. Like, so how was it that for y'all as brothers, like? Growing up, was it like a duo thing that y'all was doing, or did you learn get it from him, or did he get the bug from you? Yeah, or no, he, he got it from me definitely. You know, it's funny because uh, we I I kind of was his mentor in a way, you know, because um, everything I did, he would eventually fall in love with and take over. So before we was music, you know, rappers and stuff. Remember, we used to dance. Right, right, right. So I yes. used to crump. Long time shout out, dance. Shout TV, out to the shout, crumping guys. Hey, shout out. Luther, you know what I mean? Like, but we was dance battling. Like, I, it's a funny story, and you could you can ask Luther and and uh, Drew when you see them. But we battled Chris Brown in L.A. before Chris Brown was famous. Wow! Oh, he is our age. Well, my yeah, age. yeah, he you my know? age. Chris Brown but, like, is my age. He didn't he didn't know what Crump was, and he was just coming out as a as a artist back then. And he pulled up to one of our Crump shows, and we danced with against him and the L.A. crew. You know what I mean? But we used to Crump a lot and meet all these people at these Crump events. And so my brother started hanging around and coming to some of our practices, and then he started crumping. Mm-hmm. So when he started dominating crump, it was around the time that I started falling in love with rap him, really focusing on rap beats and stuff, you know what I mean? So I let him have crump now. Cause I was like, okay, you, you graduated. You know what I mean? Right. Now you better at crump. Like you took I, the baton, yeah. now it's your time. And we would that. do this battling. I, I got videos and videos of me and him just in the garage battling each other. And it was like, blood battle like you know what I mean like he was trying to take my crown he was trying to take my crown I'm trying to show him he's still a little bro you know what I'm saying and we would do that constantly but like you said it would make us so much better you know and it was that thing where I wanted him to learn because I always felt like in life you need to have as many skills as possible that's why I do so many things you know yeah I do music I do train I do a bunch of other stuff but like I, I always try to teach people like because I felt like I was taught like to always have a skill so that way no matter what happens, you can always have something to Go to, to the do. next thing. You know yeah. what I mean? This fall off, you got this, you got But anyway, so he started getting better at the crump, and I said, okay, cool, that was around my transition to rap. And then once he wanted to rap, I started mentoring him in that. So it never was one of those things where we was like, oh, you copying me. You copy. It was like, nah, little bro, if you're going to do this, then you right. we're going to be the greatest. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because that's how I always looked at it. I'm like, I looked at both of y'all. Like, you know, what I mean? of course, you being an older brother, but I looked at it wasn't a, com- a competitive thing. It's no. always like we family. So we like yeah, exactly. to lift it up. Like, even for me, like you were saying, having multiple skill sets. Yeah, I started out. I started out, like we said, we had a conversation. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dave, I'm going to write a book about my life oh, story. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to touch some people. But yeah. then Ace gave me the idea. He's like, nah, bro, remember you was talking about the podcast a couple yeah. years ago? You're you're very articulate. You're a good talker. I think mm-hmm. that'd be a good feel for you. I'm like, you know, nerves, natural nerves kick in. Yep. Like, man, I don't know. Then the more I do it, the more episodes I record. First, I started off solo. Now I'm doing interviews, and now I'm like, this is my lane. This is it. Right. So I'm like, 
this is my brand now. What else can I do to right. expand it? And I came with the T-shirts. Yeah, now yeah, I got the say, merchandise. Got the Speaking now, of, I need to get a shirt, man. Yeah, I got, I got some in the box over yeah, there, man. I need man. a shirt before I, I, I leave. I need to know your size. And I probably got it. I probably got it here at the crib. Lionhearted Clothing. Y'all can tap yeah, in on I Instagram. Yeah, But, yeah, um, so uh, I got to talk about, like I said, I talked about it a little bit. And it's like, bro, when he passed away, mm-hmm. he was doing music, right? Mm-hmm. He was. They were, they were getting together. Mm-hmm. I think it was tattoos and music was yep. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And not getting too far in the situation because us as family. We know the situation or yep. whatever is reported or whatever. But, like, how was that for you doing it with his passing? Was there ever a moment where it was like, I don't want to do music anymore? Was it ever? Oh, yeah. Was it ever a thought to there's, stop? There's times like that even still to this day, you know what I mean? Because it's not, it, it's hard because things get watered down and things get dumbed down to where you feel like you're the realest in a world of fakeness. You know right. what I mean? And it's like. I can't make music like them because to I know that's fake, but they getting so popular off the fake that it's drowning out the realness. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Um so when he when he passed back backtrack, um, I was at peace, you know, because I had seen him that morning. I bought him lunch this morning, that morning of him passing. Um bought him lunch, told him I loved him. I was supposed to see him like he told me, he was like, I'm gonna go get a tattoo right. for my birthday. And then we're going to meet up later at mom's house. So we was actually supposed to meet later at mom's house that day. Right. And so I had to work. So I was at work, but I told him to come in, bought him and his, his uh, baby mom's lunch. And uh, I said, cool, see you later. So when he passed, uh, I, ca- I got a call from my mom. And I thought, I was like, okay, it's mom calling me, telling me everybody at the house, you the only one left. Because, yeah. you know, yeah, that's how everybody, we, yeah, you we know. We want to be in a circle. Right. We all want to be together. So right. everybody knew, like, the only one missing is Dave. So where Dave at? So they used to call me, like, hey, everybody over here come, and I used to come. So when she called me, it was actually my grandma calling from my mom's phone. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, come to the, the hospital. Your brother just got shot. And that's all she had to say. And I was like, what hospital? And I came. But, uh, and it was rough, you know. It was rough, the whole situation, um, dealing outside of the hospital. Like, yeah. we can get into that in no time, because that's a, Whole story. Oh yeah, yeah, no, nah, but, but I'm a, um, that 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 could be more personal. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a family matter. It was I mean. um, it was it was I was at peace because I know me and my brother know how each other felt about each other, right? You know, and uh, that that closure I already have. You know, a lot of people don't get a chance to get that closure. That's why yeah. I tell people like, you know, back to the positivity thing. It's like you never know when your last day. So oh, when yeah, I wake exactly. up, I'm just blessed to be alive, and so if I could just give one more <clears throat> excuse me one more positive thing to somebody else or help uplift somebody else you know like i i just want to be remembered as that you know what i mean so uh, i was so at peace with it that it affected me and i still have my breakdown you know yeah you your breakdowns every now and then but ultimately i'm at peace because i know that my brother know how i felt about him you know i was able to give him a hug one last time tell him i love him one last time you know what i mean Laugh with him one last time, you know. So I really was at peace with the situation, even though it was hard. Yeah, no, because like I was saying, like not only his birthday is August fourth, so it's right. a couple of days before mm-hmm. mine. He actually passed away on my birthday, yeah, I so it's, it's not. And I remember getting that call from Charles. He called, I was like, and I I never heard bro sound like that. It's yep. like I've done it before, but I've never heard him do it. And I was like, this is real heavy. And mm-hmm. he was just like, I wanted you to know, but I know it's your birthday. Happy birthday! I love you and all that stuff. But now I look, I used to be like, man, I don't even, for the first couple of years, I was like, I don't even care about my birthday because it's like we lost a family member yep. on that same day. But now I kind of like, you I need look to at celebrate. It, and I smile because I'm like, we was the same yeah. sign anyway. And yeah. it was like, 
he would want me to celebrate. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So whenever we come together, and I was just having this conversation with bro, uh, my last birthday, just uh, a couple months ago at my last birthday, we were sitting out on the deck and we was talking, and I was just like, and just the conversation we was having, I was like, well, as we get older, we, we, it's the time spent together, but it's like the conversations mm-hmm. and get, that will carry on forever. Mm-hmm. Like certain things you say, certain things I say, you'll never forget it. And now right. that I have the podcast, it's like, I tell I tell my nephews all the time because they're like, it's really yours. Yep. That's really your voice. You really yep. is. I was like, I don't care if if I'm not here anymore. I said, twenty years can go well, by. Yep. The music. If you want to hear how I sound, it's gonna be. It's here. gonna be just like the you music. You want to hear my story? It's here. So how are you with your like stage after all that happened? How are you like with your performance style? Did did that like enhance it or affect it in a way? It like, it made sure to help me make sure that when I perform, I'm doing me and how my little brother, we always talked about this, you know. Um, so it definitely enhanced it because now I feel like I'm not just rapping for me. I'm rapping for the legacy that we used to have together, you know, because that was something that me and my bro it was thought together we were going, yeah, yeah, we thought this is it. Like, we hit music, we, we was out battling people, you know. The new I was crisscross. Yeah. I mean, literally, I was rapping every day. They used right, to, right. Before I became silent, they used to call me Rapping Dave. Like, I'd be anywhere. We'd be at the wing stop in the day, hit the rap, turn on any beat. I could rap, you know what I'm saying, like, on the drop of a dime. Mm-hmm. So we thought that was like, oh, this is our key, you know. So, but we loved it. That was one thing that made us really stop everything else for, like, a while. Because we fell in love with it so much that literally we was like, we just going to focus on nothing but this. You yeah. know what I mean? So music was one of those things that really, like, not only brought us together, but it, it really gave us a sense of purpose. Like, this is what we great at. Like, we're not just good. We may be good at sports. We may be good at – we great at this. Yeah, you're gifted. You know like, same I mean? thing. It all started off with sports, same thing with me. But then, like, I don't know, it was around the time of uh, – like, we was talking about when Candace passed, when my nephew passed, it was when Grandma Wilma passed. It was in that year where I was like, just to get over certain things, I just start jotting stuff down. Mm-hmm. And, start, and then I was looking like, man, I'm structuring this. It's kind of right. like poetry in a sense. Right. Like, well, I never knew. I, like, in school, I've always, like, I had high marks when it came to my writing. That was always my thing mm-hmm. that the teacher would always tell my mom and stuff. Like, I'm pretty good putting words together right. and all that. Math, not so much. I wasn't really interested in it. But then I was like, this could be a talent. And then I started doing it. Then I, the positivity aspect, like we was talking about in the last segment, I started sending it to people. And it was like, Dang, how did you know I was going through that? I, I can't say that I knew, but I guess I knew because I went through it. I've been through it. Um, and, like, what made you – because cause that's what we were scared of. We was like, when that happened – I'm not going to say scared because that's the wrong word to use, but we was like, we didn't want you to stop. And we yeah, thought yeah. that's what could happen because it was so detriment because that's like, when that happens, everything wants to go to, like, a screeching halt. It's yeah. like, what, what's, what's the point? Like, if it was like that, because right. it's like, little bro didn't mess with nobody. Yeah. He didn't. Right. Do, it, it's always something where it's like, you know, wrong place, wrong time type thing, but that doesn't make someone bad the way yeah. that they transition or whatever. So was it like a certain song that, that kept you, like, that you did? Like, do you remember your first song after yeah. that you recorded <laughs> after? What was it? So it, it's your f- All right, yeah, sorry about that, y'all, but what was you saying, Dave? What was the point you was trying to make? So when we, like I was saying, we went to the studio and this was, you know, the hardest song I ever had to record. But we got there and I told the engineer, I said, well, don't, don't, do not stop recording. Whatever happened, just let it go. You know, because I knew it was going to be just 
I was going to break. So I told him, whatever happens, like, do not stop recording. I want all this recorded. If I st- if I stop talking, it don't matter. Don't whatever you do until I tell you. To, yeah, until I tell you to stop pushing record, push record. And I went in there, and man, I started. You know, I was like, I got this. I've been practicing. You know, reciting everything, and uh, started reciting it, man. And I just broke down, tears, hard, hard, ugly, cried tears, man. It was the I, everything, all the emotions just came over me at the same time when I said certain things, and then it just hit me. And you, I looked out the window, and I'm, you know, I got tears, full anger, tears, mad tears, sad tears, like everything. And I looked at, look at the engineer, and my wife. My wife's in tears outside. The engineer's looking like, what the hell, like, you know? And and I told him that I had to like lock myself in the room, and just let it come out. All the demons had to come out, you know. <clears throat> the demons had to battle the angels, but it it was so hard of a song to record. I think that was the longest song that ever. Uh, the longest time I ever took to record a song. And I think I was there for something like three, four hours just for this one two-minute song, you know. But it was just a battle with me trying to get out and deal with my demons, my the deal with the situation, deal with the hurt and the pain, you know, deal with still being able to move forward. Like, can I do it? So all those things you said, like, I was dealing with them at one time, and it just, it that was, if I hadn't have done that, I don't think I would have been able to move forward. Yeah. I'm glad you did it. I was so happy when you put that first song out afterwards because I'm like, and I was telling bro, I was telling Charles, everybody, I was like, that's going to be his therapy. Man. I was like, we don't know it in the moment and we, because, you know, the stigma. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother episode conversation we get into about the stigma in our community yeah, when it comes uh-huh. to therapy yeah, and dealing, talking and not talking, especially as men, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of that, that's like your outlet. You can, you can speak into the mic. You mm-hmm. can speak, you can get certain words out, and then when we hear him back, it's like, okay, that's how he felt. That's how, mm-hmm. Like I always say, my favorite song of yours is the, you say a line in there where you talk about Chris, Charles, Chauncey, no, yeah, yeah. like, you know, Dave, When I mean, Daniel, excuse me. Yeah. I see, I, I do it sometimes too. Uh, but when y'all, uh, was growing, when we was growing up as kids, and it just take you back to that time, mm-hmm. like that closeness, yeah. and how, how everybody grew up around each other, and it, it's not like that anymore. I know. You know what I mean? Because like, you know how the world, it says like, it takes a village. It takes a village in everything you do. Even like, so when you post something about your fitness or even just watching your stories or snap stories, or like you said, uh, you got to post a thing about your music. Of course, I'm going to share that instantly as soon as hey, I get same it. same here. If you, and I'm not saying this just for the sake of the, if you look at my Spotify, it's my podcast and right up, I don't know what song I left off on, but it says Silas Black. Because nah. I listen to it in the morning and I work out to it a lot. It, Of course, it's because of your flow, your delivery, mm-hmm. the things you talk about. But then I know you too, I appreciate and that. it's personal and it's support exactly. because it's family support. And we and we talk a lot about, and this is gonna kind of get off music for a second. But we talk about like supporting each other mm-hmm. and how and we watch other communities do it all the time, and they latch on. But we don't, we don't, Man. we have a real claw in the barrel mentality. Like we don't, right? We tend not to do that. So the fact that I know it's you, or if it's Daniel's old music, or something like that, or if it's something, bro, like oh, I've been thinking about doing this, like. I know he's gonna share more of it, but it's a design that I came mm-hmm. up with. I don't know if he talked to you about it, but no. Charles, he wanted to do a design like how I did for the clothing brand. Yeah. Cause Big Chris had a tattoo. And he just called me. He was like, Hey, you think you can come? And I came up with a dope I really? came up with a dope concept. Okay. I'm gonna wait for him to share it with when he's ready to share it. Man, he but, hurry up. I know, but it, he probably will after hearing this with you. You know what I mean? But I know he said he was sending it to Mighty. Shout out little sis, shout out baby hey. sis. 
But yeah, and it's and it's like I was honored to do it. I'm like, bro, it's a no brainer. We family, bro. Yeah. If I succeed, you succeed, and vice versa. And that's how I feel when it's your yo uh dealing with like eating healthier, like you said, even you doing music, like of course. I wanna see Dave name mm-hmm. and lights. I wanna see Silas Black. Yeah, we say it here at the crib in the town, but I want people all across the world to know right. that name. Because yep, yeah. then when you that. do that, of course, naturally, you're going to push a little brother's name as right. well. You know what I mean? Because his memory still lives on right. in all of us. It's not right. a day goes by where we don't right. where we don't champion that. Like, you know what and I mean? And like you said, it's ultimately for the family. You know, that's the, that's the thing people don't understand. You know, and I think certain people carry like us. We carry that on our shoulders a little more than everybody else. But, you know, it's not that I'm not. I'm trying to outdo you. I'm, I feel like I'm the only one that can go forward and bring the food back to the village. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, that's why I'm so positive. That's why I'm trying to, you know, I got all these avenues of, you know, streams of income that I'm working on excelling at because it's like, I, I just feel like, you know, and like you said, certain people just take that on their shoulders, which I, like I have, it's just, I feel like I got to be the one to do it and bring it back to the village, you know. Yeah. I'm the warrior that's getting sent out that's how to I go feel. bring the, the that's how I feel. kill to get the food, bring it back to the village. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when you feel like that, it it comes off uh, across people who don't understand it as you know aggressive, as arrogant. Oh, he think he better, but that's not it. If you sit down and talk to us, bro, like you said, I want everybody to win. You know that's why I do give so much free advice. That's why I do so. You know, help so many people out. You know that like, I've done things, man. And I'm like, hey, like, they you really did. I'm not doing it for the purpose of the money. You know what I mean? I'm it's, doing it for the purpose. That I want him to know that he got help, and if he need help, I'm gonna be here. Now I ain't gonna always give him, you know, hundreds of dollars, but yeah. you know, I I will be here to help him best I can or best I see fit to help him move on to the next level. A lesson you know? taught. I always say this, bro, and it's something I came up with. A lesson taught is always better than a handout. Yep. It's last long. It's kind of one it's of the long lines mm-hmm. of teach a man a fish. Yep. Yeah, or, you know what I mean? Or yeah. give a man a fish type. But it's type the realest thing. thing that people don't pay yeah. attention to. Because even on days, like I said, I have my days where I'm like, I don't want to be positive for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I do wanna, too. I don't want to uplift everybody. But then at the same time, it's gonna just gonna sound like a lot of pressure. I'm like, if I don't have it for the family, exactly. they've got it. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know I mean? Not to just throw it on your but shoulders, the, but right. that's how I look at it. And then I'll look at one of your videos like I was saying and, and I'll get up. Even like when you put out a new song, it's like, like I, the last song you put out, uh, or that I listened to. I'm gonna say that the last song of yours that I listened to, I remember I was because my thing was it's every Wednesday I try to put out mm-hmm. an episode, stay consistent, but I really didn't want to. I was like, I don't feel like it. Like I've been doing enough. I got enough. I'll give people time to catch up or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And then I I did like a little home workout here, and I had your I had your one of your songs on one of your mixtapes through Spotify, and it just gave me that, like, this is my family. This is the heat. Yep. I don't know what he was going through when he was recording this. He might not have had the best morning or the best day mm-hmm. going into this, but he still got it done. I can't do that. So I plugged in and I, you know, thought of a topic to talk about and I just, I just Man, start going. Let me give you your credit because I, because of this podcast, I've been more aggressively active. Like, in the last... For since you messaged me, I literally been thinking about this podcast like since today, and so it's funny because I, yeah, you guys, my wife told her, I said, "Hey, I'm gonna finish." Like I have been working on the album, and I've been slacking. You uh-huh. know, like I said, I've been busy at work and stuff. Can't and, wait for that one. And I said, uh, "I'm gonna get this done by Sunday." And she goes, "Well, what? What is? That's a pretty aggressive list on you. You know, like you on the finish." 
because she know how many songs I got. Now, most of them are done, but I'm waiting on some things. And she was just like, what's making you do that? And I was like, man, like, I'm looking at you, like, doing your podcast every Wednesday. Like, I looked at your podcast list. I didn't even know you had that many out. I didn't either until I looked at it today. So honestly, I, I was like, oh, damn. What? I looked and I was like, Jesus, God. Or not uh, not today, but uh, this was two days ago. Right. I was like, I, I looked at the list and I was like, God, man. But I, And I just remember that conversation we had before you started, how you was like, I need to start a podcast. And I, so to give you your credit, you motivated me to go, man, Dave, get it done. Thank you, man. I love that. So like that. you said, when it's, it's nice to have somebody who, like you said, when you don't, when I don't have it or I'm not feeling like it, you got somebody that you don't even know you motivate. That's watching, you yeah, know, yeah. That's watching me. Yeah, no, and I, and, I, and I appreciate that, bro. Like, seriously, and I was just, like, one of my friends, she just texted me. She was texting me yesterday because she got a shirt. Her and her husband, they got a shirt for me, and they live in Texas now. So I, I shipped it out to Texas, and she just sent me, like, a little gem. She was just like, hey. I'm still one of your biggest fans, no matter what. She had been telling me, so I've I've known her since I was like 18. Mm-hmm. So she had been telling me for years, like, like you special, like you different, like mm-hmm. you, you, like it's more you can give the world. You don't see mm-hmm. it yet, but you know you stuck in that mindset of like, I just care about my crew. I yeah, just yeah, care yeah. about my yeah. family. I, I'm not really worried about that. Right. But then for her to be like, I'm so proud of what you're doing, and it's like, that's the little thing. That's not even. That's nothing monetary. It's nothing physical. Right. It's something I always can keep with me. And she's probably told me that before in so many different words throughout the years or whatever. But that one But just hit. seeing it, and now I'm in the right mm-hmm. mind frame where I can digest it. Right. And like we were saying, and I'm, bro, I'm going to get you on because you kind of set this interview up. I know I could have tapped in with you at he any He fired, point, dude. But we was trying to get him. The Me and you, we conspired, you know. Like, I'm calling it right now. We're going to do one. All three of us together. Oh, yeah, because I got another mic. Yeah, we're going to do one, all three of us. I can plug in all three and of us. And he ain't going to chicken out. Yeah, we're going to get you. See why we're going to get you, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And a lot how we was laughing. Me and Ace was laughing just because uh, he called me. Because everybody's like, you really got Dave? You really got Dave? Because they're excited. You know, the family, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. excited about oh, it Oh, man, come on. This ain't nothing. Because no, they're man. like, it's, no, because they look at us like it's the perfect combination because yeah. we think a lot alike. Yeah, I and now you. and I've already Done. thought it. I've already you know because like conversations we had and it's it's funny that you remember that conversation because I always draw back on that. Yep, I'll never forget. I, I don't remember exactly where we were. I want to say we was at my I mom's was trying house to remember where for like we a were. cookout, but I remember you just telling me we were talking about something else, and I just told you like, hey, this is what I'm thinking, and mm-hmm. I think you. You was telling me, oh, I got a mixtape or a single or something. We were just catching up, mm-hmm. you know? And we kind of just was like, you know, rubbing shoulders. And it came out and it was like, and then now we're here. Like, you know what I mean? So I want to give you your flowers. Of course, I want to hey, thank you for coming in and making time I for me. I appreciate it. Anytime like, you need me, I'm here. Like you said. And then, like I said, we're probably going to do another one. Like, I mean, I already know the numbers is going to go crazy. So we're, we're going to do another We're going to do another one, man. There's a lot we could talk about. But like I said, thank you, especially because you had a show and you let me know. You was like, hey, I got a show tonight, but I got you during yeah, the daytime. So I made time for you. So I appreciate it. Let that. the people know where they can find you and find hey, your music. Hey, Silas Black, S.I.L.A.S. I know it's a lot, but that, that's, it is what it is. Silas Black, all platforms, all social media. Y'all can find me. You know, shout out Lionhearted Podcast. Y'all tap in because we running this bitch up now, man. Yeah, we same, here, same platform. We, uh, we we starting off the end of this year, so the the whole big next year is just gonna be crazy. And and I thought of, before I get out of here real quick, you was talking about how the episode list that I got. I've only been doing this. My first episode dropped February twenty sixth. God no. And I did that strategically. A lot of people may not know this. I did it because that's the day my dad passed. 
Really? So I did it to honor him. Hey. And then my first my first season ended, because um, I'm on season two right now. The first season ended at July 1st, which was the day that my nephew passed. Dang. So, yeah. so they see, everything got a meaning. Everything man. got a meaning. Everything got a meaning. But And I'm, I'm going to get out of here like this. Like I got to do it the same way. Just because their vision is blurry, that doesn't diminish your greatness. Until next time, stay lionhearted. Lion Hearted Podcast.